Hello, everyone, and welcome to How to Chess, a weekly quick-hitting chess improvement podcast. I am Ben Johnson. I am also the host of the Perpetual Chess Podcast. And this week, I'm happy to report to you all that not only are we going to help your chess games, we might even improve your lives. Today, we're being joined by, doc- by Dr. Benjamin Porto. Benjamin has a background in science with a PhD in physics and has worked as a senior data scientist in the city of London for the past 15 years. He's also a performance coach with a degree in mental preparation. And over the past year, he has worked with super grandmasters to improve their lifestyle, plan their physical fitness schedule, and improve their mental strength. And he is going to join us here and reveal some of the secrets that he normally shares with his super grandmaster clients. So this is something a little bit different, but I think it's going to help out both your chess games. And as I said, hey, if it doesn't help your chess game, I think it's going to make your life better anyway. So without further ado, before we start the clock, let's welcome Benjamin Porto to the show. Thank you, Benji. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, Ben, for having me on. It's, it's a pleasure. Yeah, we've we've uh, corresponded a lot, so I'm happy to actually have you share some of these insights uh, with our audience. So, Benji, we're going to be starting the clock momentarily. Do you think that you are ready to share some wisdom about ways to improve your chess game with, I guess you could say, life skills? I am ready. Go ahead. Okay, so let's go ahead and do it. So, Benji, what are some tips for ways that we can help our chess games, perhaps especially our tournament chess games, um, away from the board? Well, the, the first thing I would say, uh, I would say move. I mean, doing sports is is one of the best things you can do. Um, there are many reasons for that. Uh, it will improve your overall health. Um, also, it will uh, help your brain to uh, learn and retain uh, new information. And also, it will make you more resilient because the, um, the mental fatigue the fatigue you have in sport, there is, it's um, as of a similar nature of the f- mental fatigue that you can have um, over a long chess game. Excellent advice. And of course, uh, Magnus Carlsen, the world champion, is an excellent exemplar who's kind of, I feel like he's more so than any other uh, top chess player. He's changed the paradigm in terms of uh, how uh, elite chess players approach physical training. Um, and obviously, it seems to be working for him. Um, so what other tips can you share, Benji? Um, so the, the second thing I'd say is uh, pay attention to your rest, right? So uh, sleep is very important. It's a very um, uh, popular uh, area uh, of research. And um, I'd say getting as much sleep as possible uh, um, is, is fantastic. Uh, both for the physical recovery, but also for the mental recovery, as uh, your brain really um, will uh, will absorb the um, the information you gave it during the day. So uh, do your best, but uh, also don't be too stressed about like the amount of sleep you get. Right? Um, if if uh, if you want to rest, uh, it it's not about being uh, you know overly stressed about getting like uh, exactly eight hours. Just just uh, get regular sleep. I'd say the one one easy tip for mo- a lot of people is to have the same ski- sleep schedule on weekends that they have on weekdays because often it's on weekends that things go uh, a little bit off track. So having a regular schedule uh, will, will really pay dividend um, in your overall life, in your, in your energy levels. 
Yeah, I think especially for some of you young fun lovers like I used to be, it can be tempting to really um, burn the midnight oil on the weekends and then sleep sleep more during the week, but or, or vice versa. But it's not necessarily the way to go. Now, Benji, one thing we deal with a lot, especially I think in American-style chess tournaments, is kind of hectic schedules with multiple rounds a day. And that often forces us on the topic of sleep to kind of choose between preparing for an opponent versus getting enough rest. Um, do you have any sort of uh, off-the-cuff advice you could give about like how to approach that? Is it better to cram variations in our heads, or should we just try to make sure that uh, our brain is cared for? I would say uh, it's probably much better to bet on the sleep and come rested uh, rather than try to see at like a variation that you might not get on the board. Um, that's, that's, uh, that's a better advice. I mean, how much better, uh, at chess can you get in like half an hour versus, versus sleeping or like, uh, are you really going to retain the, this, this one line you, you saw the, the day before? Okay. Yeah. Good advice. And we might come back to that, but first we've got a couple more tips for Benji to share. So what else besides movement and rest should we think about in terms of improving our games away from the board, Benji? So my third tip would be uh, shake it up. As in um, when you uh, train, whether um, physical or, or, or even chess, like make your odd days hard and your easy days very easy. Um, this is the difference between um, training and exercising, right? Exercising has the goal to feel good, right? Like you've had a, your good workout. But if you want to think about your preparation in a professional way, you need to train, meaning uh, there's a structure, there's so-called uh, periodization, right? So you're not doing the same uh, three-mile or 5K run all the time. It's like sometimes you're going to have easy days and sometimes you're going to have hard days. Okay. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I feel like you're describing me because I do a lot of uh, easy runs. And um, yeah, that's why uh, I don't look like uh, I am Greg Shahadi, for example, who does the uh, CrossFit sort of uh, interval training. So um, do you think that could be applied? So in, you're, you're talking about exercise in training, but that could be applied to chess too as well, like strenuous calculation exercises one day and then maybe more of a sort of... Um, quick puzzle contest type approach the next day? Do you think that would be a good adaptation to chess, Benji? Um, I mean, possibly. Um, in the end, it depends like how you feel. Uh, in a way, at the highest level, uh, you you want to... There will be days that are more focused on sports and maybe days that are more focused on chess. Um, you know, um, at the lower levels, uh, um, uh, I'm not quite sure there's... Um, uh, there's a lot of data to 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 say you can really uh, periodize the, the 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 chest training like this, but um, definitely, I mean, the thing is, uh, and you talked about this with uh, one of your recent guests, like um, there's only so much of the super hard work you can do. If you work hard, work hard, but also you can put in more hours of the of the easy stuff. Okay. I'm, I'm all for having more easy stuff. So glad to hear it. Now, I understand, Benji, you have one more tip to share. So let, let's uh, hear it. What else should we be doing? Yeah, we should breathe. Um, I mean, breathing will be um, 
the shortcut uh, if you don't have access to a, a, a mental preparation coach or, or a sports psychologist. Because, um, yeah, without someone to help you out, it's really hard to control the mind with the mind. It's easy to control the mind with the body. So by breathing, you induce uh, f- uh, physiological changes that, that will work. There's just no, no question about that. So um, you, you can do breathing to, to get into your optimal uh, playing zone. And that can mean uh, relaxing, right? So in that case, you will do breathing that will be uh, with short inhale and long exhale, right? Like a one to three ratio. Um, or you can do energizing breathing because sometimes you're um, below your, your optimal uh, activation zone and, and you want to, to get energized. In that case, uh, you will have long uh, inspiration and, and a short uh, exhale. Yeah, I bet that something like that, that sounds like great advice, Benji. And, and especially when it comes to time trouble, it's so tense. You know, when you've been playing a five-hour game and suddenly you're down to just seconds sometimes on the clock or even if it's less than a minute. So this idea of sort of slowing down and making sure that that you're just not sort of, uh, your brain isn't just like flooded with blood and that you're able to, to think uh, properly could could be good advice. So, Benji, we know that you work with some super strong chess player clients, and you may not necessarily be able to divulge their identities. But can can you think of any stories you could share of like ways that they were able to sort of change their routine and possibly have uh, have good outcomes as a result of uh, advice like yours? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, the there is no magic. It's um, having a coach uh, helps you be accountable. That's the first thing. Um, so you're not going to like slack on your, um, your workouts. It's just going to keep you, uh, someone that, that you, um, you report to, uh, but, um, bringing the, the science of periodization, uh, to your workouts, um, is really something that, uh, has been in, uh, in, um, in regular sports for more than 50 years, but, uh, there's a huge competitive advantage, uh, in terms of, of chess in like um, implementing a structured um, uh, training regimen that will bring you uh, to the best uh, shape exactly at the moment you need it. Okay, good advice, Benji. So we mentioned earlier in America, often we have these super frenetic tournaments, three games a day, but let's say you're playing either a European tournament or an American tournament like the US Open where you just play one game per day. What would be the optimal way Benji, to structure a day around playing a chess game, a competitive chess game, say every night at 6 p.m.? Well, I'd say the most important thing is to, to focus on what you can control and what and, and, and less on what you cannot control. So uh, this implies really uh, not trying something new on the, the day of the tournament. Um, you know, no new food, no new... Uh, uh, and also to have um, really rehearsed uh, any technique that your uh, uh, mental coach has given you. Uh, say if you're in a bad position and um, you, you need to defend all of a sudden because you were winning before, um, this is not the moment to say like, oh, how am I going to do my breathing exercises? But uh, really, if you've reversed them in advance, then uh, it will flow and come back uh, when you need it during the game. 
Excellent. And it's the same way for planning out your day in terms of like how much to exercise, whether you should nap, how much preparation to do, stuff like that. Do it before the tournament. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, if you uh, if you if you drink coffee or if you nap or just just um, have everything uh, prepared beforehand and then do do what works for you. And we are back, and this has been quite an illuminating, quick conversation with Dr. Benjamin Porto. And I just want to give you guys three takeaways to, uh, if nothing else, please remember these. And again, I think that they will be helpful for your chest and as well as helpful for uh, just general life fitness. So number one, I would say is endurance matters. And I have, even as a non-elite chess player, I definitely know what Benji means about when you're in the fifth hour of a chess game, if you're not in good physical form, your brain is going to get fatigued and you're going to make worse moves. So again, that's why someone like Magnus is just playing sports on every single rest day during the world championship. You really want to train your endurance in a physical sense so that when you're exerting all this mental energy, you have uh, the bandwidth to be able to outlast your opponent. Um, number two is you want to change your routine. As Benji said, shake it up. You don't need to do the same thing every time. Then things can become kind of uh, mundane and maybe you're not sort of in ready to uh, show peak form. Um, I was telling Benji, that I'm, I'm one of these joggers who sometimes doesn't push himself. And I know that that's not best for my long-term fitness. And it's interesting to hear Dr. Porto say that that's important for chess as well. So whether it be chess training or physical training, don't do the same thing every time. And number three, of course, is the importance of sleep. This is something that I think busy people with busy careers, parents, even just people obsessed with improvement often struggle with because you always feel like you need to do more, more, more. But if you don't sleep enough, then the more that you do is not going to have its desired benefit. So set a routine and stick to it both away from the tournament hall, but when you're in a tournament and do not neglect sleep thinking that you need to spend time cramming on this or that activity, whether it be chess or otherwise. So on that note, thanks to everyone for joining How to Chess, especially to Dr. Benjamin Porto. Again, I think this is amazing advice that will help your chess, but guess what? It's not, it's not going to be bad for anything else that you may be uh, interested in, in improving as well. So, so Dr. Porto, thanks again for joining us. Thank you very much, Ben.